Shalom, and welcome to this Northern Fire podcast. The title of this message is The Names of God, Yehovah Yirah. As a reminder to some of you who've been listening, uh, the Hebrew names of God have been a topic I've been discussing off and on, and I believe that they're important, that we know them, they communicate to us who he is, that we might know him. And we're encouraged in the word to call upon his holy name. We're encouraged to bless his holy name. We're encouraged to proclaim his holy name. And we're encouraged to trust in his holy name. So when Moses was on the mountain and Jehovah appeared to him in the burning bush, uh, our father was sending Moses back to Egypt to deliver the children of Israel from their slavery. And Moses asked the Lord, Who will I say to the people is sending me? What is your name? And in English translations, it's recorded as, I am that I am. And often in the English translations later, because that name in Hebrew, I am that I am, is Jehovah. It's, it's, it occurs 6,500 times in the Old Testament. And it's translated Lord with all capital letters. What, what Jehovah actually said in Hebrew was the letters yod Hey vav Hey. The original Hebrew has no vowels. And later Hebrew, uh, the scribes who, who copied uh, inserted vowel pointings to help people know the pronunciation of words. So coming down into our day, we don't know the exact translation or the pronunciation of the Lord or Jehovah, but we do know the, f- the four consonants. Yod is the Y sound. He is the H sound. Vav is the V sound, or sometimes W, W, and then He, Yod, He, Vav, He. So sometimes it's pronounced Yahweh with just two vowel sounds, and other times Yehovah with three vowel sounds. And then Sometimes it's brought into English with the J sound. There's no J sound in Hebrew, and there's no J sound in Latin, but it has come into the English as Jehovah. And you may have heard the song Jehovah Jireh. And so the, the other word is Jireh or Yira, uh, Yod, and the R sound and the He sound again, which means uh, provides or to take care of, or to see to, or um, put it in your hands from someone else's hands, to provide, to give, to bless. So the name that I'm looking at today is Yehovah Yira, uh, which means Yehovah will provide. And this comes to us from Genesis uh, chapter 22. And I'll begin with verse one, but uh, one more time, one more thing before I begin reading that. Uh, the name Yehovah in the Hebrew, and the name Yeshua in the Hebrew. So, 
there are names in the Bible using Yahovah or just Yah, Yod Hey, shortened. And then there's the word Elohim, which means God. So Yehovah Elohim is translated in English, the Lord God. And there's a name, Elijah, El, and then Yah, which means El, Elohim, is Yehovah. So the very name of this prophet uh, means Elohim is Yehovah, or Yehovah is the true Elohim. And there are other names in the Old Testament that reflect that. So there's meaning in these names and a deeper meaning. So Yeshua is Yah, the Yah sound for Yahweh or Yehovah. And Shua, Shua in Hebrew means to save, uh, to bring into wholeness, to deliver and redeem. And there's, there's a deep meaning in the, in the name Shua, in the word Shua. And uh, for me, the most uh, memorable verse is Psalm 91. The very last verse, I think it's verse 25. It says, uh, with long life, I will satisfy him, meaning the man who trusts in me. This is Jehovah speaking. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. The word salvation there is Yeshua. So Father is promising those who live by faith that he would show them Yeshua, meaning his son, meaning the Savior. Uh, so one way that I like to look at this is, you know, Lord is a title and Yeshua is a personal name or Yehovah is a personal name. And you could think of it this way. Uh, when I was in college, I had professors, let's say Professor Jones, and maybe he had a PhD, so he was Dr. Jones or Professor Jones, and that's how we addressed them as students. Uh, but there would be, uh, let's say, a few students that Professor Jones or Dr. Jones would begin to mentor and uh, pour more of his wisdom and knowledge into now, he couldn't do this with all of the students, but he would do it with some. And say, let's say that uh, Professor uh, Jones had a, had a student that he was mentoring, and he would say, you know, don't call me professor, don't call me doctor, call me James. That, that would be a reflection of a more intimate relationship there, uh, a closer relationship between a professor and a student. And I think of it in a similar way with our God. Uh, it's fine to call him Lord, and he is our Lord, uh, but that's not his personal name. And so he is encouraging us to call him by his name, Jehovah. And our Savior is encouraging us to call him by his name, Yeshua. And those names have meanings. Jehovah means the one who was, who is, and who will be the eternal God. And Yeshua means he saves. So our Father is inviting us from being servants to being his sons, to being his friends. He's inviting us into a closer, more intimate relationship. He's inviting us to use his very names. And it's one of the purposes I have in uh, doing these podcasts on the names of God to help us understand the deeper meaning of who he is because the purpose of our lives according to John 17 3 and I'll look you let you look that up the purpose of our lives is to know our father and to know him more deeply every day of our lives 
So back to uh, Genesis 22. Now it came to pass after these things that Elohim tested Abraham and said to him, Abraham, and he said, Here I am. Then he said, Take now your son, your only son Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah, and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains of which I shall tell you. So Abraham rose early in the morning and saddled his donkey and took two of his young men with him and Isaac his son. And he split the wood for the burnt offering and arose and went to the place of which God had told him. Then on the third day, Abraham lifted his eyes and saw the place afar off. And Abraham said to his young men, Stay here with the donkey. The lad and I will go yonder and worship, and we will come back to you. And just a note here, uh, they were going to worship. And there's a connection here with uh, sacrifices and worship and giving the very best that you have to honor Jehovah, to honor him and his desires. And so Abraham was mindful, we're told in Hebrews, that Abraham believed, maybe that's Romans, Abraham believed that God would raise the dead. So Abraham was doing this, fir firmly believing that if he killed his son, that he would, Jehovah would raise him from the dead. So Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it on Isaac his son, and he took the fire in his hand and a knife, and the two of them went together. But Isaac spoke to Abraham, his father, and said, My father, and he said, Here I am, my son. Then he said, Look, the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for a burnt offering? And Abraham said, My son, God will provide for himself the lamb for a burnt offering. So the two of them went together. The word provide there is yira, or gyra. Then they came to the place of which God had told him. And Abraham built an altar there and placed the wood in order. And he bound Isaac his son and laid him on the altar upon the wood. And Abraham stretched out his hand and took the knife to slay his son. But the angel of Jehovah called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. So he said, Here I am. And he said, Do not lay your hand on the lad or do, it, or do anything to him. For I know for now I know that you fear Elohim, since you have not withheld your son, your only son, from me. Then Abraham lifted his eyes and looked, and there behind him was a ram caught in a thicket by its horns. So Abraham went and took the ram and offered it up for a burnt offering instead of his son. And Abraham called the name of that place, the Lord will provide. In Hebrew it means, it is literally, Yehovah Yirah. The Lord will provide. As it is said to the, this day, in the mount of Jehovah it shall be provided. Then the angel of Jehovah called to Abraham a second time out of heaven and said, By myself I have sworn, says Jehovah, because you have done this thing and have not withheld your son, your only son, blessing I will bless you and multiplying I will multiply your descendants as the stars of the heaven and as the sand which is on the sea. And your descendants shall possess the gate of their enemies. So in one sense we read here that Jehovah Yura was testing Abraham, testing his faith. In another sense we see Jehovah here 
foreshadowing the sending of his only son to be the sacrificial lamb. There was a ram caught in the thicket that Abraham used as the burnt offering, as worship and as atonement for sin. And that ram and this action was a prophetic foreshadowing of the coming of Yeshua Messiah, our Savior, uh, and our King, and the one who lived a perfect life. He suffered, he died, and he rose again. So let's just take a look at this a little bit more deeply. And it's interesting here that it does say in verse 14 of Genesis 22, when Abraham called the name of the place Jehovah Yirah, as it is said to this day, in the mount of Jehovah it shall be provided. There's the prophetic word. This is Mount Moriah. This is the exact place where Yeshua, hundreds of years later, was crucified on a cross as the sacrificial lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. So with regard to this, Jehovah Yirah, Jehovah will provide. I mean, we can use that name as he'll provide for our physical needs, he'll provide for us financially, he'll provide for our healing, he'll provide for our deliverance. But first and foremost, before anything else that he's providing, Jehovah is promising to provide a savior, an atoning sacrifice for our sins, one who would take away our sins, one who would bring us into a new covenant, provide that perfect, without spot, without blemish, lamb. And then we see here that uh, Jehovah blesses Abraham. And so the offering of the sacrifice of Yeshua reestablishes the covenant with the Most High by which we can be blessed. Uh, the sacrifice and the resurrection of Yeshua breaks the curse of the law and opens the door for us to receive the blessing of the new covenant. Now, let's think back for a moment to uh, one of the first sacrifices recorded in the Bible of an animal. And this is when Abel and Cain, these brothers, sons of Adam and Eve, uh, went up to worship Jehovah. And it says that Abel offered a lamb from his flock, of the best of his flock, and he killed the animal, he poured the blood out, and he burnt the offering on an altar. And Abel, uh, Cain, sorry, Cain, his brother, says that he offered some of the produce of the ground. And it says in Genesis that uh, Jehovah accepted Abel's sacrifice, but he did not accept Cain's sacrifice. And I believe that the reason that the sacrifice of Abel was accepted was because he took the best of his flock and it was a, a something that had blood in it. It was a blood sacrifice foreshadowing the sacrifice of Messiah at Calvary. And so, um, one of the first sacrifices we see is Jehovah Yirah. Because Abel, by faith, recognized that God had provided his flock he offered the best of his flock as a, as a worship, as a thank you, and as a prophetic foreshadowing. Uh, so all the way back in Genesis, uh, not long after the first sin, uh, men understood that 
Father God would someday provide the ultimate atoning sacrifice for our sins. Let me read to you from Hebrews 11. Uh, let me start with verse 1, Hebrews 11, verse 1. And this, this speaks of Abel and his sacrifice. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good testimony. By faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. And here it is. By faith Abel offered to Elohim a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, through which he obtained witness that he was righteous, Elohim testifying of his gifts, and through it he being dead still speaks. So the first part here is by faith Abel offered a more excellent sacrifice. So ultimately his sacrifice was accepted because of his faith. And he says he offered an excellent sacrifice. And he obtained a witness that he was righteous. Uh, now it says in Habakkuk that the just shall live by faith. And Paul talks about that in Romans and in Hebrews. So it's ultimately by grace through faith that Abel was saved and forgiven. And that's how we're saved and forgiven, by grace through faith. So in that act that Abel performed, he received a witness from Jehovah that he was righteous. God testifying of his gifts, and through it, he being dead, still speaks. So this other phrase in Hebrews 11:4, Elohim testified of his gifts. So this is grace. This is gift. This is Jehovah Yira. Jehovah provides. Jehovah gives gifts that we don't earn. He gives gifts that we receive only by grace through faith. Abel did not earn his righteousness. We don't earn our righteousness. It comes to us by faith. Now there's another reference uh, to this whole concept of Jehovah Yira and the ram or the lamb or the Jehovah himself providing. And that's in John 1, verse 29. Now this is John the Baptist speaking. And when John the Baptist saw Yeshua come uh, to the to river to be baptized, John the Baptist said this, pointing to Yeshua, Behold the Lamb of God, behold the Lamb of Elohim who takes away the sin of the world. And later John the Baptist testified, This is the one on whom I saw the Holy Spirit descend. So uh, let's hear the testimony of John the Baptist here. He's saying Yeshua is the Lamb of God who's going to take away our sins. And he's going to do that in the power of the Holy Spirit. Uh, don't miss the combination here. Ye Yeshua was fully man, born of Mary. He was fully God, conceived by the Holy Spirit. And then at his baptism, he was filled with the Holy Spirit. Yeshua cannot be the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world without the Holy Spirit empowering him. And Yeshua is not... Uh, the gift of Elohim without the Holy Spirit being upon him. So here is Jehovah Yira again at, through, with John the Baptist and Yeshua and the whole baptism, the Holy Spirit coming, providing. He provided for his own son 
this gift of the Holy Spirit so that his son could become this sacrificial lamb and pour out his blood for the sins of the world and be resurrected from the dead to open the gates of heaven for us. Uh, so we see the ultimate Jehovah Yira gift is Yeshua. The ultimate Jehovah Yira blessing and provision is Yeshua. And I think we can never lose sight of that fact. Uh, we can pray to Jehovah Yira to provide uh, our physical needs and our the very needs of life on this earth. He wants us on this earth. He he put us here for his purposes, and we need provision. Uh, but let's not ever lose sight of the central theme here is the providing of a lamb uh, for to take away the sins of the world. Now, let me look at one more uh, Bible verse that, that I really believe points directly uh, to this idea. And Paul's talking about this in, in the book of Romans, chapter 8. Uh, verse 31 and 32. This is so profound. Uh, again, Yehovah Yira. And hear these with, with that idea in mind. What then shall we say to these things? If Elohim is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Let's unpack that a minute. First of all, our Elohim, our God is for us. He's for us. It's no matter what you've done. It's no matter uh, where you've been. Your past does not matter. He is for you. He did not spare his own son. He spared the son of Abraham. He spared Isaac. He spared Abraham, his friend, from having to go through with this sacrifice. But Jehovah himself did not spare his own son. He, he caused his son to go through with the crucifixion and to suffer and die. That is proof that he's for us. That is the proof that he loves us. But delivered him up for us all. And Jehovah our God, our Father, wants all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. And so if we have, since we have this, that our God is for us, that he delivered up his only son, uh, he did not spare his only son, he went through with something that he spared Abraham uh, from having to do. It says here in Romans 8.32, How shall he not with him also freely give us all things? This is Jehovah Yirah. This is Jehovah Yirah packed into two verses in Romans 8. He wants to give us all things. And he wants to give us all things by grace through faith. And, uh, you know, a message on faith is a whole other message. But just this idea that Yeshua said, the kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed. He said, if you have faith as a mustard seed, nothing will be impossible for you. Well, what he's saying there is faith starts small and it grows from there and it becomes a tree. So he gives faith and he gives it in seed form. And then we're responsible to feed it, feed it the word and give it the water of the spirit and make sure it's in good soil. And through all, 
all different avenues. Uh, we're responsible uh, to work with the Spirit to cause our faith to grow. And so Father can give us things at our level of faith, and as, as our faith, faith grows, he can give us more things. And Yeshua said this to his disciples, I have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. But when the Holy Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. So the Holy Spirit here is here to build like stairs or like plants or trees uh, to help us to feed our faith and to build our faith so that we can receive more, so that this can become a reality in Romans 8.32, that he can freely give us all things. And in 2 Corinthians 4.13, it says, We all have the same spirit of faith by which we believe and speak. So we have the spirit of faith who's helping us grow so that we can receive more of the gifts from Yehovah, Yehovah Yira. Um, wow, that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot to process right there. But one more verse. And... You know, I wanted you to hear this one because this one's quoted a lot and it does refer back to Jehovah Yira, uh, Jehovah will provide. And these are two verses from Philippians 4. I'll just close with these. Uh, Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Messiah who strengthens me. Uh, all of this that I'm talking about is centered on Messiah. Uh, the, the meaning of Jehovah Yira, the actual working out of the name and seeing it released into our lives with gifts and blessings, it happens only through Messiah who strengthens us. And then Philippians 4.19 says, My God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Messiah Yeshua. Father has riches in glory, and he wants to supply your need. And he will do it by grace through faith. In Messiah Yeshua. So that's Yehovah Yira, and I just want you to hear this in your ears again as I speak it forth, uh, as it is proclaimed uh, on the Mount of Yehovah, it shall provide be provided. Uh, Yehovah shall provide the lamb for the burnt offering, and Yehovah shall provide all of your need according to His riches and glory in Messiah Yeshua. Shalom. <laughs>